hey, it's Justin McElroy, your oldest brother, and check the dial, <laughs> the podcast dial. You're listening to the Good Boys Girls. gentlemen and variations thereupon welcome back to the good boys girls a fan podcast for the mcelroy family of products my name is Haley rose my name is lily blue and we are the, the good, good boys, boys girls. girls hey i love you hey i love you what's that <gasps> oh something's hopping on down the road hang what on, is hang that on, i gotta go Oh, hey, it's a new it's a new episode of the Good Boys Girls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hi, episode wow. of the Good Boys Girls. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, it's, me. It's, it's me. I came here from the from the future. Oh? Mm-hmm. A time traveling episode. That's amazing. Yeah. I came here from the future to tell you what you're gonna do your episode on for the next year. Oh. We're going to talk about the same thing for a whole year? Uh-huh. That sounds like a really bad podcast. Well, it's been done. <laughs> I wouldn't knock it till you, till you checked it out. It's a pretty good it's a pretty good show. Worst idea of all time. Give it a give it a listen. I know. That's why I said that cuz it's a funny joke. It's a very funny joke, but that's not what I'm here to tell you. Okay, what are you here to tell me, episode? I'm here, I'm here to tell you that you're going to be covering... Polygon.com. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, you anyway, know, I, you know, I, I did... I got a ski-daddle with you, my marching band. Wait, oh, but... Oh, you have... We're... Yeah? You're... This is... We're doing the episode. We're doing it right now. Why? Why? Why do you have to go? Well, I, I, I'm due back in the future. Jazz comes back in a major way in this year, and I, I'm a part of a New Orleans marching street band. Oh, that's that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I'm jealous that I can't do that, but have fun oh, in you, the future. You will, you will. It's in the future. Bye. Wow. That was weird. It was really weird. I went to the bathroom. What did I miss? You missed our episode came to visit. Oh, that's fun. It was really bizarre. So, <laughs> what are we doing the episode on? Um, th- well, the episode showed up and told me what we're doing the episode on. Yeah, what is it? Polygon.com. Oh, the video game website for news and other gaming related journalistic activities <laughs> well they do other they do like movies and tv shows and stuff now too they're like multimedia they do they cover they're a multimedia platform but let's not get into that just yet not just yet. Why are we talking about Polygon.com all good boys girls? Well, we're talking about Polygon.com because two of our very good boys were a part of the creation process of this website. They were one of the really? first original 16 staff. Yes. Wowzers. Bowsers. Yeah. 
So it was Justin who was the original um, uh, managing editor. On, at Joystick. At Joystick. And then... Who um, came over to um, be the editor-manager at Polygon. Polygon right. Because he had experience in that. And with him came his brother... Griffin. Griffin. Who was if I'm the... This no, Griffin. Griffin McElroy. I, we have done so many episodes of this podcast. You can't <laughs> even... If it was episode one, maybe. Griff, yeah. Um, Griffin uh, came over with him from Joystick as a game journalist, a yes, reviewer. Yes. Uh, Griffin was uh, a weekend editor. Um, and for a short amount of time, he was a review editor, I think. Like... Mm-hmm. He was doing like video game review. He was editing video well, he game sure reviews. Sure, shit got into it when once he got to Polygon. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. So he yeah he got to Polygon and he started um, like reviewing video games rather than like editing other people's articles. He started writing his so, own articles, um, which is cool. So we're gonna get back to them. Yeah, but that's how um, the boys are related. That's how it's to connected. this project. Um, you know, they weren't just picked up at some point to do Monster Factory for the the, the network. Mm-hmm. They they were, were there from the beginning. They were there from the very beginning, way back in the far distant year of two thousand and twelve. The, 12, 12, the 12, beginning 12, of time 12. itself. The no. beginning of memes themselves. <laughs> self, self, self. So back when the internet was young. And primeval, evil, evil, evil. So Polygon... Evil, it's still evil. Polygon is a um, property of Vox Media, which is a big media network that owns a lot of different things, including The Verge and Bon Appetit and Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of stuff. A Um, lot lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, And so for a while, Vox Media had a um, something called Vox Gaming... Um, and Polygon kind of ate that up and took it over and became the like official gobbled it up, ate it all all real good, ate it up all good. Yeah, and so then for for years, I mean, I guess three years, um, mm-hmm. they wrote articles and they did um, video walkthroughs and they did um, reviews and they showed trailers and they did all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, um, so it was, um, yeah, it was, it was actually a really ambitious project, right? Because they had a, they were jumping into a market that was like saturated with other websites. Well, because Kotaku was already a thing and, um, IGN IGN, and Joystick obviously. And so like, you know, so it was all like very much one like it was a huge, huge market they were trying to jump into that was just absolutely saturated with um, other people breaking the same stories and like games were coming out more and more. But that was kind of part of the decision making process was like um, these other sites cover, you know, all the games that are coming out. What if we cover the people who are making the games? And that was kind of their ethos from the beginning was like, let's tell the stories behind the games. And specifically, let's also talk about the games that might not have made it, you know? Right. So out of that sort of ethos sprang Polygon, which um, is uh, weirdly is a divisive website. A lot of people really hate it. And I've 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 encountered this in our in, in, in the research I was doing for this. 
there is a whole branch of the internet, <laughs> straight white guys, um, who are really, really mad at, at Polygon, and they say that they're journalistically bereft, and they just hawk, you know, fucking articles out, and they don't do any research, and blah, 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 and, like, okay, you do better, friendo. Yeah. And it's really because, like, sometimes they will legitimately, like, the one instance I found, there was some fucking YouTuber who sucks. He does those, um, he'll play, like, Overwatch footage and, like, rant about shit over mm-hmm. the footage of a video game. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say or look up his name because I forgot it and I don't want to give him any extra. Well, and uh, we don't really care because this isn't about publicity. him. No. But, like, he was making, he, he, he bought a Sonic game. First mistake. Um, and then he played through the whole thing. Oh, I remember this guy. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking he, about. Yeah, he played through it so quickly and didn't like it, but he played through it so quickly that he was still within the window to return it to Steam. And so he returned it to Steam to get his money back after playing the game to completion and being dissatisfied by it. And so Polygon wrote an article about him how that was kind of a super fucking dick move to like not only do that yeah. but publish a video about and bragging about how you did that and how you s- basically stole money from the game developers and from fucking, you know, Steam. Not that either of them really need it, but like you were pu- publicly saying that Admitting you stole this that game. You, yeah, you bought the game and played the whole thing and then returned it. Yeah. Uh, like on that's stream. Like, that's like that's like going into a restaurant, eating an entire meal, and going, "I didn't like it. I w- I refuse to pay." Yeah, I want my money like, back. That's a exactly dick move. And so, you know, uh, a female journalist at Polygon wrote about it, and of course, the fucking dude bro gamers went fucking absolutely haywire. I remember and this. This was like, like a- she's fucking stupid. She doesn't know anything about fucking anything, and blah blah blah. And it's like, back the fuck off. <laughs> You know, um, so going a little bit into Polygon's history, um, they launched on October 24th in 2012, which was six years ago at this point. Um, and basically, um, the, uh, chief executive officer of Vox, Jim Bankoff approached Chris Grant, who was the editor in chief at Joystick at the time in 2011. And, um, Jim Bankoff approached Chris Grant about starting a video game website and uh chris was like no <laughs> he like didn't trust wasn't sure Absol- absolutely not <laughs> yeah he didn't trust the offer had no idea who this guy was like cuz he he came uh it this was like really before vox media got off the ground and so at the time it was sb nation which was like a sports website um right, and he was he he didn't fucking like care about sports right and so he was like i don't know who you are and like i don't i don't i don't really i'm not interested and so then he did some research and found out that um vox media was putting all this work into the verge um especially with like the the content of their quality uh, the sorry the quality of their content and like the kind of ads they were running and sponsorships they were taking and so he returned to bank off and was like okay i want to do this and like pitched a website idea and so the idea was that they wanted a website that was going to compete with games uh, GameSpot and ign um but still run like magazine style articles that would be historical like 
categorizing basically like cataloging right. parts of history and like games and stuff right. um and so they like you, an archive yeah so they they really honestly when they set to out to make polygon like their goal was to redefine what it meant to write news and journalism about video games and like right. kind of to make it a, a respectable like journalistic right field. and not like you know it wasn't it's to to show people that like video games aren't just for kids that like you know there is there is like historical and um like educational value and like all kinds of other like super important things involved with video games um so yeah the original um the original team was 16 people that well like the original staff was 16 people um, and it included Justin Mac Chris Grant, Justin McElroy, Griffin McElroy, um, Ben Kuchera, uh, and a whole bunch of uh, Rush Frushtick, uh Some people who are still working there now, which is crazy. Russell, Russell, we love Russell. Um, we love Russell. Uh, yeah. Um, so then, of course, there was you know the whole there was the design team and the development team and Coding the team. Co yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to know more kind of if you want like a more in-depth um, history, there is a 13 part documentary series called Press Reset on their um, channel. It's back. It's from back in 2012. If you scroll down, there's a playlist that just plays all of them automatically in order. So I, I recommend checking it out. It's really interesting. And you get to see baby Justin and Griffin. They're very soft and cute. They're very soft <laughs> and small and babies. Um. And Griffin is not married to Rachel yet, so he makes this joke about like how girls oh, yeah. are fawning goes, over him because he's really into Pokemon. And he's so like, I'm "Whoa!" The office's resident Pokemaniac, which is you know just incredibly attractive to the opposite sex. I have to be like, "Whoa, ladies, I have a girlfriend." Uh -huh. <laughs> which is that good early like Griffin humor from the Bim Bam when he was always complaining about being single being a single edgelord <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh boy what a yeah, white no, gamer boy so i love him he is just a white gamer boy at heart is the thing yeah but he is he he has he has grown wings and taken flight and soared to the the peaks of 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 i don't know where i'm going with this anyway <laughs> so, so he um basically from what yeah. Um, our understanding is, and according to the documentary, they uh, the team flipped through this book. Um, it was like basically a dictionary of like computer Gaming video terms. game terms, yeah, and like coding and stuff. And they read word after word after word, and eventually came to Polygon, and they it just stuck. It was like you know they just couldn't get it out of their heads, and it was like the one and everything else paled in comparison and so you know and it was taken yeah it was taken and so like the person who had the had the um url like asked them for a ton of money and was basically like you have to let me own like 50 percent of the company and like it was <laughs> kind of wild uh yeah. but they eventually like worked it out um yeah, they they ran mostly just informative articles, journalism, um, game reviews, and overviews, um, and most of their content was like very informative. It always had a sort of like tongue and cheeky kind of like, 
you know, gamer sense of humor to it. But right. it was, for the most part, very, very cut and dry kind of game jur- journalism of right. like, this is who this studio is. This is where they're working. This is who they are. This is what they're working on. This is what they aspire towards. This is this game. This is how it plays. This is the major mechanics. This is what we rate it. This is how much fun we had playing it. You know, this is... Uh, an overview of a video game here come to our YouTube channel where we you know have our editors play a game together and like riff a little bit but like for the most part give an informative discussion of how a game plays um you know there's a bunch of those early on with uh, Justin and Griffin just playing overview games of uh, uh just like random steam titles um and uh th- at the if you go back and watch the archive of them it's funny to watch their development uh, as like comic partners on yeah. uh, like a, a gaming like YouTube like format because like they obviously have a good repartee with Mabim Bam, but they're like very hesitant to dip into that in in this thing because they're also trying to like do their job right. as journalists and be professional. And so like at first it's very, very cut and dry like them just playing a video game and being like so one of the major mechanics here is that you can you know take this rock and you can cut down a tree and then you start to craft things and like fort building is a blah 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 talking about (laughs) rust and then um (laughs) and then later on there's like you know cat lateral damage i'm sorry you could have been i i was laughing because i was listening to you describe this game and you there were like three different three or four different games you could have been describing and i was like i know um but like yeah then uh they later on they play like cat lateral damage and it's like a very funny bit where Griffin drags it out far too long and Justin is like pretending to like disengage and he's like I, on the phone. You want to know something? I don't something? even know if he was. Pretending. I honestly don't think he was faking. I, I think, think all of that was legitimately incredibly angry <laughs> because he says Griffin's phone number and address in the video and Griffin bleeps it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. That um. So, so the other, what I was trying to say before I like lost my train of thought completely. Basically, in 2013, they did a second fundraiser. So, you know, they raised a bunch of money when they started off the website, right? And then when the website mm-hmm. kicked off, they raised a bunch of money again in late 2013 after they'd been around for a year. And um, with the success of that fundraiser, they decided they were going to focus more on video production as well as um, articles. So that, you know, using the site would be, you know, magazine publishing, but also TV programming, but on the internet. Um, So that was where that overview kind of series began. Right. Um, Well, it was when they started doing more video stuff was 2013. So like, you know, videos of them going to E3 and videos of them going to PAX East and like the Besties series and like mobile game. There's a whole mobile game series and, you know, they would do, you know, walkthroughs and game reviews and, you know, post trailers for new video games that were dropping. And like they, it became a lot more kind of what they were doing, like in tandem with the actual articles. Um, And the other big shift... well, it became it became sort of like a, a supplementary thing. Their YouTube channel was more of a, a supplement to right. the the actual content of the website because they still like at that time in 2012, like the major way to like 
you know, keep a hold of your content and have control over what you're making and to like have the most control over your, your online business was through having your own website platform and all other things were sort of peripherals and like, but it was around that time that YouTube started becoming just like a powerhouse of mm -hmm. like influencers and like monetization and we start seeing like millionaires pop up from like YouTube gaming and like we start seeing people just like crack you know millions and millions of subscribers and it's it starts becoming this huge boom right on on YouTube after you know because it had been out at that point like you know seven seven or six or seven years wait 2000 at that point it was five years when Polygon came out so when they started posting videos it was like out for six years wait what are you wait what are you talking about youtube came out in 2007 oh i was like what what okay yeah i was you were talking about youtube i was like your math is so wrong i don't even know how, how you got that no. number yeah okay no, youtube had been out only for like you know five or six yeah, it years was at brand that new. point so it was you know it was still pretty freaking new and so like no one really saw the massive business utility of it until well around well before we get to that okay i okay. do want to say i want to do want to mention some other things about polygon specifically because we're yes. not going to have time to talk we're not going to talk about them again in depth because the other stuff i want to talk about is not mcelroy related so while right. we're focusing on polygon i would like to pitch a couple of other reasons why i love polygon as a company and why i think they're so wonderful I'm, can i jump out in front of you real quick yes because I, I have a feeling we're both on the same page with this specific one. And it's that they employ uh, female game journalists. Yes. Um, specifically, Susanna Polo, who is the founder of the Mary Sue, which is a um, feminist uh, internet blog journalism website um, that focused on like media and mostly like comic books and video games and TV shows and kind of like exploring like female characters and how they could be better and it was yeah so they hired her in 2015 and that was really when they started to do also pop culture like movies and comics and uh, and other things besides just video games um yes. and this was also in the wake of the gamergate incident um mm -hmm. and so that's one of the reason why i love polygon is because they were like on the forefront of that and kind of like were one of the first like companies to kind of put those kind of um, more feminist ideals into effect. And like, you know, they started hiring more female journalists and they started hiring female video producers and they made their flagship podcast for the show hosted by four women. Like, that's crazy. Like, it, yeah. it's wild that a video game journalism company made their video game journalism podcast and then had it hosted by four female journalists. It's just crazy. Um, yeah, it was, especially in the wake of all that, because, like, legitimately that was a risk for their business because, like, right. you know, male gamers controlled the market. They still control the market in a yep. major way. I mean, like... That's not necessarily true because there are just as many female gamers as there are male gamers. We know this to be true. Right. But the 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 male gamers are so much more outspoken. Well, they're and they the loud. They're loudest. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, and they cause these fucking massive controversies of just like absolute you know chaos and f sexism. And so like for a company who makes their like stakes their claim 
on making journalism about games and like in order for them to survive they need clicks to come to their website and to their content right you know it's it's fucking easy for a bunch of fucking neckbeards to be like don't don't go to polygon they they hire women who don't understand the video games culture and stuff and like you know that's which what is not true like which um is not true i they listened to the, the polygon show culture. and they yes in a big way um my other favorite thing that i love about polygon is that they prioritize their content um by rather than just focusing on games, um, they focus on the people who are making the games and the people who are playing the games and like the culture around the game community rather than like the game itself. So they interview, you know, developers all the time, especially of like indie games. Um, you know, one of my favorite games right now is Wander Song for the Switch. And the first time I found out about it was through a video that Polygon did where Allegra interviewed the the actual like head developer of the game and he like sat with her as she played through the tutorial and they like talked about it and he explained like his inspiration and his idea and like what he was trying to do and where his ideas were coming from and like all these and that I feel like to me that makes it so a such a more interesting and intimate experience cuz like you know, I can listen to somebody I trust, like a journalist I trust review a game, but hearing the person that created this work, because I mean, like, you know, we there's a big ongoing argument about whether or not video games are art, but like, you know, it's it a- It shouldn't be a fucking argument. No, it's, it's a creative so process it. that somebody did, you know, it's the same as writing a song or painting a picture. It's doing all anyone, of that at anyone, the same time. Anyone at this point who's like, video games are art, I'm like, fucking- who are you? Yeah, get out of here. Especially because the of their fuck? cultural and historical significance. Like, Well, it's just like, it's at this point being like Matisse wasn't an artist. It's yeah, like, right. fucking modernism is so reductionist. It doesn't cop- capture the, the true nature of the human soul. Real art is only done by academics. It has to be as realistic as possible. Van Gogh was just a hack. And you're just yeah, like, what exactly. the fuck, my dude? Yeah, so that's why I love what Polygon does because it's letting the artists talk about their art and like letting them talk about something they're obviously super passionate and excited about. Like, because, you know, video games are hard. Like making video games is a long, tedious, difficult process. And so like the fact that, you know, it's seen through to fruition means that like, especially indie games, you know, that don't have big, huge companies with lots of money behind them. It means that person was like super passionate about what they were doing. And so like, you know, Polygon taking the time to interview those people and hear what they have to say. I, th- I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Like, I love hearing yeah, musicians talk about their music. Story. And, we all yeah, love an underdog story. It's great. So I, I just appreciate Polygon for what they do. And like, you know, I'm, I'm always comfortable when I'm watching their content. Like, I'm never nervous about, oh, yeah. like, them Uh-oh, saying are something. Are they going to say something terrible? Yeah, right. I always know that but, when uh, I'm watching Polygon or I'm reading their articles, like it's going to be, you know, they're not going to say rude things about me because I'm a lesbian or they're not going to like be sexist at me because I'm a woman. Like I I feel comfortable. It's just going to be fun video game nonsense. There's not going to be any like. I love that we live in a world where it is grammatically correct to say be sexist at me. <laughs> That, that I don't know that that was good. grammatically correct, but no, I know it is grammatically correct because online people are sexist at people because yeah. like 
Being sexist to a person requires, like, some knowledge of their existence, but most people just sort of are sexist at people. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's a wild thing. to. Or they're just sexist at no one, and I just happen to stumble across it, and I go, whoa! Yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> we live in a world now where it is grammatically correct. We to live say in a society. Being sexist at people. Yeah, no, it's so, true. Um, so this was all happening for a while. Yeah. And they were doing, you know, they had some, you know, reasonable success. But, you know, it was, uh, it was no more like, you know, it wasn't an outstanding you know, resounding like, oh my God, Polygon.com took the world by storm. Yeah. And, you know, no, the world was never the same after Polygon hit the scene. <laughs> Video game, Kotaku shut down, IGN burned to the ground. No, that's not and true. It's they're still going Polygon. strong. Yeah, they're still going strong. And, you know, it wasn't a revolutionary thing until... <laughs> but before After we get to honey. that, yeah, we have to go After to the break. After the honey zone. That's a good song, baby. I would like to talk about a show. Oh, you would? Since we're talking about Polygon, I would love to talk about Overwatch. Overwatch which... is a good video game. <laughs> I'd like to give some free promotion to Blizzard's Overwatch. Um, I would like to talk about Overwitch, which is a podcast on the network and not a video game by Blizzard. Um, and it is hosted by three wonderful, wonderful boys, uh, Joe, Terrence, and Ray. And we love them. They're very good. They're very, very nice and kind, good gamer boys. Yes. Yes, we yes. all agree as such. So, if you, like me, want to fuck Overwatch, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> take the disc out of the case. Take it out of the case. Grab your Kerrygold unsalted butter. <laughs> Not salted. That'll sting. Not salted. That's going to fucking cause a whole mess of problems. That's going to burn real uh, bad real bad especially with the thin plastic disc you're gonna get some <laughs> abrasions um so uh you're gonna want to take the butter <laughs> okay okay uh, so we're talking about over which over which is a wonderful show hosted by three wonderful gamer boys terrence joe and ray and every week every other week i'm sorry they talk about uh over overwatch and um mm -hmm. They they catch you up on the latest Overwatch news, and mm -hmm. they talk about some fun times they've had. They do little challenges about the uh, like within the game that they 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 do every week. They challenge each other, and I believe you can send in your own challenges on Twitter if you want to torture them, which is always great to do with your favorite content creators. And um, yeah, and then they also talk about a new game every week where they talk about how much fun they had playing it and they talk about their experiences and what their feelings are on it. They do a little bit of game journalism themselves and review it and they review it in a very interesting way rather than just doing like a five out of 10. They basically rate it on a scale of how much of their Overwatch time they would be willing to give up to play this game, which I think is a very creative and fun way to, to, to read a game. So you 
if you like video games, or if you like a polygon, or if you like good gamer boys, because you, you're tired of bad, mean, nasty gamer boys, um, like the infamous gamer gator who has been uh, stalking me on Twitter oh and telling me that I, I'm no good at Fortnite. Um, who could that be? Who could that be? That's a mystery for another day. But um, if you're tired of Lies that kind of gamer boy. and slander. If you're tired of that kind of gamer boy who made his way onto the show, um, then uh, you should listen to Overwitch. It's a good show. Yeah. Blue, uh, over to back to you. Back in the studio. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was my... It was my, my radio DJ transition. Who's that? Who's in the studio with you? No, that was me. Oh, it's, it's the hybrid offspring of Jar Jar Binks and Blue from Blue's Clues. No, it was... No, it was... I've never worked in a radio station, unlike some people. This is pop racing. I've just dreamed about it. Oh my god. Do I have to talk about another podcast or are we going Fuck back to the yeah, show? Yeah, you do. Okay, um can I talk about Super Bootleg Podcast 7 or no? Probably not. Okay, probably shouldn't do that then. Um It's probably dead. All right. That's the only other video game podcast we have. I was trying to do something related. You could talk about Argos, Miles is a gamer. All right. Well, Miles and Mars are both kind of gamers. I would like to talk about a podcast called Artificial Ghost Radio. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. Artificial Ghost Radio is a podcast about music. Don't worry, the ghosts are fake. Well, that's debatable. The, it's a podcast about music it's and pop right culture. There the title, they're artificial. It's a podcast about music and pop culture where two very good friends, Miles and Mars... The um, late Miles and Mars. The late and sadly deceased Miles and Mars get in their car and turn on the radio and share some tunes with each other and with you. Um, they pick a theme every single week and they do two songs. They do one song a piece that relate to that theme. And then they also they finish off the show by each picking a song that is new to them that week. Um, and their podcast airs every single Saturday, which is super cool. And Ooh. just recently... Um, they started doing a bonus episode called Artificial Ghost Radio Just Add Water, where they talk about two additional songs relating to the theme of the episode. And the only way to have access to that is if you donate to our Patreon. Starting at the $1 tier, you will have access to all bonus content. There is so much stuff out there and so much more lined up. We've got stuff from Badvertising, stuff from Good Boys Girls, Overwitch, um, Ending Pending, Netflix and Kill, Artificial Ghost Radio, Cryptid Keeper. Just so much stuff, guys. It's crazy. And there's there's new stuff added every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So seriously, consider donating to our Patreon. We're super close to our $200 goal, which when we hit that, we are going to start producing a D&D podcast for everybody. So that is going to be super fun. We're very excited about that. Um, I think that's everything I wanted to say. Check out Artificial Ghost Radio. They air every single Saturday on only on Lunar Light Studio Network. Hey, Reed. Hey, Brittany. Hey, all of you out there in podcast land. This is what you call it. 
a podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of nerdiness. Here's what people are saying about it. Oh, have you heard of the what you call it? Hey, that that is my favorite podcast it is right now. So good. It is better than a tater tot hot dish. Well, I can't believe that for a second. You know, it's one of those big Midwest fancy things. A Midwest fancy thing? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but okay, yeah, that's but what yeah. it is. <laughs> you're gonna love it, though. Oh, you're have, just gonna love have it. Have you heard Brittany talk about being from California? Oh, have you heard Reed talk about being from the Midwest? Well, I never. And for crying in the soup, for would you just listen to the, the show? Soup. Don't take their word. Take a listen to the show. Yeah, blah, blah. We're the show. And remember, folks... Your belly button is your old mouth. Listen. From LunarLightStudio.com. <clears throat> brother. What? No, you're supposed to say brother. 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 In May of 2015, everything changed when the McElroy brothers attacked. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, kind of, yes. So basically, what happened at Polygon was they decided they wanted more video content. Um, and I, so Griffin McElroy came and did a seminar at my college, which is very cool. So I have some exclusive information that I'm sure exists somewhere exclusive. else. We I, got a sclusi over here. <laughs> but I got it just... We got I ourselves got, a hot sclusi. <laughs> I got it straight from the mouth of babes. Sclusi! Um, <laughs> um, we got a sclusi! So straight, in a... Hot right out of the horse's mouth. We got a sclusi from the horse's mouth. Uh-huh. Sclusi! So around early 2014 late 2013, early 2014, when they started making more video content, um, Griffin got um, switched from being on the editing team or the, the journalism team to being on the video production team. And so he- I believe it was around this time that he also got switched from being an angsty single boy to being a married boy. <laughs> yeah, that's about the same time, yeah. Um, and so he spent a year teaching himself how to edit videos because he had no idea how to do that Because and, and because he's Griffin fucking McElroy and he'll teach himself anything he wants to know how to do. Um, and after about a year, um, they realized that what they were doing was working but wasn't really quite like everyone was kind of miserable you know it was just like they were just pumping out content that they weren't enjoying making and like griffin especially and justin like they just weren't happy with what they were doing and like so they there was a video conference in nyc and they had a meeting and they all sat down and they looked at each other and griffin brought up this idea and he was like guys we should just we should be making goofs like we should just be making silly videos i think it'll be more fun for us and the audience will really love it and it'll be way more enjoyable for everybody if we just do silly shit and so griffin pitched this idea and after the conference they all went to their individual homes and justin and griffin sat down and recorded the very first episode of monster factory brother brother 
Welcome to the laboratory. So <laughs> that was the, the beginning factory, of the new polygon. The monster factory factory we have covered mm-hmm. in uh, in a previous episode. So if you want to listen to us talk about monster factory and all of the wonderful things therein, yeah, uh, we did that back. Uh, God, that must it was have been back it was in the first September. five. Yeah, it was, it was it was episode two. No, three. Three. It was episode three. I thought we did yes, Bim Bam Taz Monster Factory. Did we do Mabim Bam Taz Monster? No, we did Taz Monster Factory Mabim Bam because then we followed Mabim Bam with Mabim Bam TV show. You're right. No, we followed Mabim Bam with Drew Davenport and then Mabim Bam Bam TV show. show. You're right. You're right. You're right. So yes, I can't you can go remember back and listen my to our entire back podcast. catalog by adding us to your podcatcher, and you'll have access to all of these episodes for free. What's for that? Free. For free. <laughs> So that was uh, that was the no. Beginning. I was right. Oh, we did. So it was. You were right. Episode two was Monster Factory, and then it was Taz Balance, and then it was the McCoy Brothers will be on the Good Boys Girls. Oh, you're right. And then it was my brother, my brother, and me. And then it was the Bim Bam TV show. And then it was Drew Davenport. Then it was Drew Davenport. And, and then it was then... Thanksgiving, and we did Till Death Do Us Blart. Oh, when I went completely fucking insane. Yeah, I that. need to listen to that episode again because somebody texted me the other day and was like, "I just listened till till I just listened to till death do us blart," and I think I've had a fever dream with you. And I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. about right." I mean, like the goal of this show is to make it, um, make a to to do a, a pretty accurate representation of the state of being of yeah. each of the podcasts we, we cover, and so I think that very was very bestest. accurate. Which is why we're trying to do a straightforward journalistic piece on this one. And now we're switching into more of a goof em up sort of format as we move into the goof em ups era. So here's the thing, y'all. <clears throat> yes. You're supposed to say it. Say it, baby. Say it. It's clobbering time. Thank you. So here's the thing, y'all. Um, it's clobbering polygon, time. Thank you. It's polygon time. And um, that's. That's a that's a big fish to tackle. I don't know why you're tackling fish. That's a weird pastime. That's a but, big alligator to wrestle. That's a big alligator to wrestle. And so, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of content we're covering here. And a lot of it is created by the McElroy brothers. Now, what we could do is go through and parse through every single article that Griffin's ever written. But oh. we're not going to do that. No, thank you. Um, I'm sorry. You can go read those yourselves. Griffin did an excellent job writing them. Yes. Now, <clears throat> here's what we are going to do. And it's actually very fitting. This is the 19th episode we've made. And so starting at episode 20, we're going to be starting season two of the Good Boys Girls, which I'm calling Good Boys Girls Gone Polly. Wait, no, hang on. Good Girls Gone Polly. Oh, shit. No, it's called uh, the season two of the Good Boys Girls, colon, subtitle, Good Boys Girls Polly gone wild. <laughs> stupid. Um, and a stupid so, name and I love it. Good boys, girls, Polly gone wild. And uh, we're going to be covering all of it. Yeah, we're going to cover all of the video content. Um, I don't know that we're really going to cover any of the written article content. Mostly because like it's just journalism. And like if you want to read it, go read it. 
but like yes. there's stuff going there's stuff going back six years like i'm not I'm sorry. I'm it's, not, it's, I'm, it's a lot. I'm a college so what we, student. What we are going to do, however, is we're going to go through all of their stuff that they made for video video content. So yes. we're going to be doing the next episode we're going to be doing is going to be um, the overview series that they did. That's mm-hmm. the, the most obvious thing to start on. <clears throat> and that, that might be a little bit of a shorter episode because there's not a lot to tackle there. But we might we might well, could we'll put probably up on talk the about some of our, our favorite very moments. Own we might could put up on the Patreon our very own overview if we oh, wanted to. Like you and little, I playing a, a video little, game together? Yes, and doing and mimicking their 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 little series oh, there. Oh, I, I would was love thinking, that. And what I was thinking as a little Patreon bonus for all of our supporters and because it's very difficult because our whole thing on the Good Boys Girls is we try to mimic the content we're, we're, we're covering. Sure. As an homage, as a homage, as the French would say. And... Um, we uh, we can't really do video content in an audio medium. So my pitch is why don't we do a version of each of the kinds of videos that they do as we cover them on Patreon mm-hmm. for our listeners to go and all it takes is a dollar to get access to the uh, this content. And you can watch us uh, pl- do a Monster Factory and do a an overview and do a go to hell and do a all <gasps> oh of them. baby we have to do the um the law-abiding citizen yeah we can do a law-abiding citizen oh, we can do know. we can do gumshoes gu- we can do hot blades yes. Haley and loose lips hot. lily <laughs> hot blades Haley. <laughs> i don't know instead of hot. gumshoe griffin Hot Blades, <laughs> Haley. What am I fucking Kylo Ren, Sweeney Todd? What the fuck is a Hot Blade? <laughs> well, you're you're These hot. These are my friends. They exist at three thousand degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> what fucking what blades are there? I I don't know. I just Hot Blades. Harry is a character from a musical I was in called You're in Town. Okay. I was just coming up with the random. I just, you can't. I can't. I don't know things. But Did anyway, you start beatboxing randomly <laughs> as you were flustered. No. Do you beatbox when you're flustered? You went. You were like, listen, I. I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Anyway, yeah, went, listen, I, I stop. I own La Noir, so we can play it together. <laughs> we can play it together. So we're gonna do. A, we're gonna cover th- all of the things that the McElroy brothers have ever done on polygon yeah including like i'm gonna list them off right here just so you know what you're getting yourselves into we're doing overviews we're doing carboys we're doing touch the skyrim we're doing go to hell we're doing law-abiding citizen we're doing uh full motion video quest we're doing um we're doing uh fucking uh awful squad we'll do a nuzlocke We'll do a Nuzlocke we'll run. We'll do a Peacecraft. We'll, fucking, we'll do a Peacecraft. We'll do all of these things. We're covering all of them, and we're going to find a way to make each of these videos on Patreon. We'll make in, it happen. You know, small forms. We're not going to do an entire Nuzlocke run. Oh, no, no. We'll do like one <clears throat> 30-ish minute video, maybe. Maybe yes. not even that long, but I don't know. We'll, well see. If people like it, we might do more. But yeah. If you, so if you like it and want more, up. maybe we can do yes. more, but... 
but we're also going to be putting up, I think, um, the Monster Factory episode that we do because we've already done that, and that'll be the one we just throw out there. Yeah, we're gonna put that up on the Lunar Light uh, YouTube channel, which should be up and operational soon oh, enough. Oh, that free. one, you want, that one's gonna be public. Okay, I like that. That one should be up for free, and then Patreon will have the rest of them. All right, so we can we can. You gotta lure them in. You catch more flies with honey than vinegar. You catch more flies with bees. Than Stop. Honey. Stop. Catch more flies with bees than honey. <laughs> I think I said they catch more <laughs> flies with bees than vinegar. No, what you said was you catch more honey with flies than bees. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's decidedly untrue. <laughs> Gets more honey with flies than bees. Now you're never <laughs> gonna let me live that down. Won't never. Um, <sighs> so, all right. Uh, I also just want to put a little disclaimer in here before we. I I can feel the audience grumbling and saying, "Haley and Lily, how could you even consider doing Carboys and touch the Skyrim after what happened?" The incident. <laughs> After the incident. Oh, we forgot to mention Cool Games Inc. Um, oh, yeah. We're also going to be which, covering that. Which I do. I have an idea for that that I'm going to talk to you about after. Well, I can mention it now. I think since like advertising has kind of become the new Cool Games Inc., I think we should have Penny guests on that episode and we should do an episode of Cool Games Inc. with her. Oh, that's cute. And I love it. Basically, just like a good boys, girls advertising. I think that's mm-hmm. cute. Anyway, um, I am currently putting together a um, episode that's just going to be me by myself and it's going to be a real short little like journalistic thing Um, and it's going to be like a kind of like a half episode so it's going to be like a 20.5 or something Um, and uh, basically it's going to be me detailing out everything um, all of the details of the Nick Robinson incident and kind of what happened and with links and stuff to um, stuff. If you want to go do your own reading and do your own research. Um, I tried to get an interview with a couple of people who were directly involved so I could get more information, but nobody got back to me, which is fine. I respect people's privacy and I understand their unwillingness to share. So I'm totally okay with that. Um, But yeah, so um, I would recommend listening to that going forward especially if you don't know about what happened and if you're like a newer fan and you weren't there because i was like in the thick of it when it happened um so uh i'm very conscious of it um but you know i i would recommend listening to it um but the thing is like you know Haley and i both talked about it and like carboys especially was really important to us at the time when it was being produced and like it's art i'm that's just the short long and short of it like it is absolutely it is just it is cinematic and we have to cover it because we just have to but i it's one of the it's one of the prime examples of new media um meta narrative like yeah. art structure like it it, it 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 defined a new wave of of video content. game like yeah. YouTube video content. Absolutely. And so I I wouldn't a wouldn't feel comfortable not covering Carboys, but I also wouldn't feel comfortable covering Nick Robinson content as if nothing <laughs> happened. Right. Um so we decided that in order to kind of like f- I guess fill in, both in glasses. classic good boys girls style 
you know, talk about all the wonderful things while also being like, and this. Yeah. We're going to so talk about all the bad stuff a, first so that we yeah. can talk about the good stuff and not worry about the bad stuff. Um, yeah, so we're going to sweep all that out of the way so right. that we can like address it. So we're not not addressing it so that we're actually bringing it forward like we have done with, you know, the controversies in the past and the No Bummers episode and, you know, everything else that we've talked about that's been kind of bummerish. Yeah. Because um, you know and, uh, that nobody's perfect, nobody's perfect, and there's nerfect. always going to be bummerish content. So, you know, I I'm okay covering that stuff because, like, you know, I, I love these boys, but they're humans just like us, right. and like we've made mistakes, we've made mistakes on this show, you know, and so uh, they learn from their mistakes, and they're still learning from their mistakes, and so are we, and so like I'm, I trust them, and I know that they're trying, and they're they're growing and learning from people and you know so are we and so because of that like i'm happy to cover both their their amazingness and their flaws so um yeah so the nick robinson piece you know if that's triggering for you go ahead and skip it especially if you already know but like if you don't i highly recommend you listen to it um it's going to be as unbiased as i can make it completely informational um i have some feelings and if you are interested in those feelings we can talk about those at another time but this podcast is not going to be the place for that um yeah absolutely not so So, yeah i that will be up soon hopefully like soon after like before we do any nick robinson content that's going to be uploaded yes um so yeah that's that's worry worry ye not worry ye not little heads so that's i'm off my soapbox now but i just wanted to i knew when we started listing stuff off i could feel people like mumbling under their breaths in the in the audience so i wanted to assuage your fears uh we will discuss it i promise um but otherwise i think that's that's a good boys girls guarantee that's a good boys girls guarantee um i think that's everything i think so too yeah Um, yeah, let's do housekeeping. Before we do any other, like, our normal housekeeping, I want to give a shout out and say thank you to Dan Goubert of The Serialist. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, he retweeted our tweet about the empty bowl. And basically, I guess he listened to it because he said that we emulated the style really nicely and that he super enjoyed the things we had to say. And so if you're here listening to this podcast because of Dan, like, thank you for coming. Also, Dan, if you happen to listen to any more of this podcast, thank you for listening. We love you and appreciate your work. Um, and you're doing, one, you're doing wonderful work in the, yes. in the field of serial research. <laughs> yes. If we, as serial enthusiasts ourselves, we, yes. we appreciate your, your dedication as and your serial, work. As a serial serial consumer, <laughs> um, I appreciate it. That's a grammar joke that's much better written down, but I knew what you were trying to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just wanted to say thank you for that because that was really, that was a nice, like, pleasant and surprise also, to wake up to this morning. Also? No, that's a surprise. You saved that one. No, also, today, the day oh, that we're yes! recording this. Oh, yes, today is Griffin's birthday. So we want, it's, we want to wish Griffin a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Griffin. For it is the happiest day. We love you very you much. Born. So and we're, please, we're very, very excited. Please get back to me because I want I want you on our podcast because I, I admire you, you very much. And I would love to talk to you and pick your brain about everything. I know you're a busy man. But if you could make time for us, 
I would be endlessly grateful. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, so uh, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, we are at GoodBoysGirlsTM on Twitter. And uh, we are proudly hosted by the Lunar Light Studio Network. They are at Lunar Light Studio H no, they are at Lunar Light HQ on Twitter, or you can find them www.lunarlightstudio.com, or you can reach them at lunarlightstudio at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is at Blue Space Queen. Mine is at Hey Stews. And before we leave, I want to go ahead and thank the reviewers who have left reviews on our podcast. Thank you to Take Sorry 18, um, Gemmel 6, Anna Terex, uh, Give Owl, Allie's Laugh, and Allie's Laughter. Thank you all so much for leaving us nice reviews. I have read every single one. Thank you for focusing on how extremely gay we are. We really appreciate that because <laughs> we know it. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening and. Uh, We'll be back next time with season two. Woohoo! Season two. Good boys, girls, Polygon, wild. I want a theme song in my inbox by tomorrow. You heard it here first. Um, on my desk tomorrow, I want pictures of Spider-Man. And a theme song for Good Boys, Girls, Polygon, wild. For good boys, girls, Polygon, wild. Um, okay. <laughs> and as we and always a... say here at the Good Boys, Girls... Take, Take a, a hammer, hammer and, and fix, fix the, the podcast. The podcast? I almost said baby. <laughs> the baby. Uh, All right. I love you. I love you. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.